We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the NBA front office show. We had an off day yesterday. I was traveling, but now I'm back in studio and we are ready to roll. And we had some breaking news come out right before we hit record. Perfect timing. The NBA said, here you go. We know you guys are about to do a show. So, uh, Paul George, we've got an announcement to make. Keith, how are you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. Yeah, this is a big one. So Paul George enters the health and safety protocols today. Um, Now, how it works for the NBA now is you only get tested if you're showing symptoms. Mm -hmm. So clearly he was showing some form of symptoms. He tested uh, uh, positive and he is going into the health and safety protocol. So at a minimum, he will miss tonight's playing game. Uh, Clippers hosting the Pelicans. And that is huge um you know for uh obviously for who makes the playoffs there's other implications as well well we can get into that uh too but yeah i mean this is just absolutely um uh you know kind of bonkers stuff that that uh paul george may miss out on this uh or not may will miss this uh playing game tonight what do you what does it i assume you were picking the clippers prior yeah yeah, I, I definitely what, was. Does this change your pick? I realize I'm asking you this on the fly because this literally happened within the last like 20 minutes. So, so, so here's the thing: is if people are going to react to this and they're going to be like, "That's it, Clippers are out," that type of thing. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think that this team is used to playing without Paul George. They know yeah. what to do. They've done this most of the season. I think the Clippers still win. All right. I, I think clearly I think it makes it harder Absolutely. Right, than, than it would have been. Um, but I, I think I'm still leaning that way too, is that, that the Clippers will still uh, win this, uh, win this game and get in. And then we'll see if he's healthy for Sunday or cleared by Sunday or not. I mean, these things are all over the place now with getting cleared and everything else. But yeah, it's, I, I think because of what you said, they've had this experience without Paul George Many, many, many times uh, this season. They do have Norman Powell back. Um, I, I think maybe it turns into a little bit more of a up-tempo, back-and-forth scoring game um, than it might have been otherwise because I think uh, that's the way to uh, for the Pelicans to play. The Clippers may just kind of, all right, we'll run with you and see if we can score. And they've still got plenty of scoring punch um, on that team between uh, Reggie Jackson, Norman Powell, Marcus Morris. Um, so, yeah, it but it makes it maybe more interesting. I mean, I'm watching anyway, right? So it's not like it's a a big, big decision to be made there, but yeah, it's a, this is going to be, let's see, man. I'm, 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 I'm excited for this one. So, all right. So for our on the record pick here, we're both still going Clippers. Mm -hmm. 
but I don't think either one of us would be surprised if it was the Pelicans. Three, two, one. All right. Now, the other thing we have to talk about here is the New Orleans Pelicans draft pick. So there's a weird situation because they had that pick was initially was lottery protected and it was going to go to Charlotte from the Devontae Graham Mm -hmm. trade. What the Pelicans did in the CJ McCollum trade was they they took their half of it and they split it up even more. So. The easy way to understand this is if the Pelicans win and they get into the postseason, their pick goes to Charlotte. So that's that's from the Devontae right. Graham trade. That closes that out. If the Pelicans lose, their pick, if it falls 5-14, to because then remember, we still have the lottery after that. If it falls 5-14, to it goes to the Portland Trailblazers. If they jump into the top four, the Pelicans keep it, and it's 1-4. to And in that case, if they get in and it doesn't go to Portland, what happens is Portland will then get uh, the Milwaukee pick, I believe it is, I'm going to double check to make sure, in 2025. Um, if they don't give the pick this year. So that's a lot at <laughs> that's, stake. That's one of the know? more complicated draft pick scenario yeah. scenarios that we've really that we've is. seen. Because it impacts four teams. It's, it's pretty crazy. Uh, based off one play-in result. So Charlotte already had a bad day right yesterday. So now if I if you get a situation where uh, where they lose that pick too, that's that's rough. That's yeah. rough. So they so yeah. correct me. So Charlotte needs the Pelicans to win, right? Correct. Charlotte's rooting Pelicans for the Pelicans to win. to win. They'll get a second first round. Oh pick. man, what a yep. spot to be in. Yep. And then if then if you're Portland, you're rooting for them to lose, and then you're rooting for them to not have lottery luck because then the Pelicans can can get it. So I mean, this, yeah, that, so that just could be major too. Keith, like there's just to mm-hmm. connect the dots. Like we heard the the Jeremy Grant trade rumors like portland being hot yep. like that could having that pick or not could be the difference between the blazers making a major move this offseason or putting the pieces they need to around damian yep. lillard and then if they don't are we talking damian lillard trade by the trade deadline i mean i don't want to go down the no, whole yeah, the whole huge. rabbit hole but there's a lot of dominoes that are in place here regarding that pick yep. and what happens with this clippers pelicans game unreal well all right so let's take it a step sure. further the Clippers pick is owned unencumbered by the Oklahoma City Thunder. Mm. So as of, as it stands right now, that's set to be the 15th pick if the Clippers win. If the Clippers lose and go into the lottery and then have incredible lottery luck and jump up, which, by the way, happened to them once already when they traded a, that, a pick that, to get rid of that Baron pick to the Cavs. And it turned into Kyrie yep. Irving. If that happens again, that pick goes to the Oklahoma City Thunder. So we have a lot at stake just beyond who's going to go and probably, quite frankly, be the sacrificial lamb to the Phoenix Suns Mm -hmm. with draft pick stuff going on here. Because as you said, Portland's looking at right now the 6th and 11th picks. That's pretty nice with that C.J. McCollum trade exception. Maybe you, you do you know, something else to work in there. And, you know, you, you got some stuff moving there. If you're Portland, as you're looking to rebuild this thing around Damian Lillard. So lots of, lots of stuff to play out there on the other side of the playing bracket. Since we're already on it, let's, let's talk, talk the draft pick consideration first mm-hmm. part. Cause this one's also got a little bit. If Cleveland wins, they're in the playoffs and Cleveland's pick will convey to the Indiana Pacers as the 16th pick. If Cleveland loses that game, Cleveland goes into the lottery and Cleveland keeps their pick. 
So if you're the Pacers, you're hoping the Cavs lose and then you get you get their pick um, in 16. Or maybe you're saying eh, we could delay that a year and you'll get get it a little little later down the line. I think that let, let me double check to make sure that is correct. Yeah, it's lottery protected for for another uh, a year after that. So maybe you're you know not not wanting it this year. I don't Wait, know. Don't, wouldn't the Pacers want the Cavs to to win? So it wouldn't be a lottery pick. Well. Maybe they'd rather have it next year. Oh, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. It okay. depends on how they Got think it. the depth of the draft is, because they're not they're not getting a lottery pick either sure. way. Um, so my guess is they'd rather have them win, and then they get the pick right. this year, and they get to work with it. So uh, while we're on it, I have gone back and forth on this one no less than a hundred times. Who I think is going to win, and all this stuff. I'm now leaning Atlanta. I, I only too. because I don't want to pick against Trey yeah. Young in a single game. Uh, elimination scenario. I had some leaning Hawks, but again, I don't, it wouldn't shock me at all. Sounds like Jared Allen is going to give it a go and try to play tonight. That'd be big for, for the Cavs. Um, It's, it's, I I just, I don't know, man. I I believe in this Atlanta team probably way more than I should considering where having to play a play and to get into the eighth seed. No, I, I am right there with you. I'm also picking Atlanta right now, but it doesn't feel good. And it's not that I don't like the Hawks or anything, but the Cavs have been, that underdog team all season, that that pleasant surprise, the team that everybody thought wasn't going to be in even uh, even sniffing the playoffs, like they were going to be nowhere close, and they've been fantastic. And so I don't, you know, my heart wants to pick them, wants to say, yeah, keep going, underdogs, and yeah. uh, and I just Trey Young in the playoffs. I mean, if he gets it going, good night. And uh, yeah, that's that's the way I see this going down. So maybe I'm wrong, and we get you know massive Evan Mobley game or. Or something like that, or Jared Allen can make the difference coming back. Uh, Darius Garland, of course, is absolutely fantastic, but uh, I've got the Hawks getting through. Yeah, absolutely. So there's um, a lot at stake tonight: playoffs, draft pick positioning, all sorts of stuff uh, going on t- tonight with, with this. Um, you know, the, these playing games. So we're we're both leaning Hawks Clippers, but. We'll we'll see, uh, you know where where these go. Should be fun. I, I think a couple more fun games. The the first night of the playing was great. Second night, eh, mm-hmm. the games weren't so good. Um, the Hawks really hammered the Hornets, and then the the Pelicans they they were comfortable. I'd say against the Spurs most of the way uh, there. So um, let's get into some other news and notes around yep. the league now. Um, if we can, where where do you want to start with? with the let's let's get into well. Let's go let's go positive. Let's go positive with this. Okay. Steph Curry expected yeah. to play. I love it. I love it. Um, yep. I, I was, we, you and I both were optimistic that that was what was going to happen, but still great to hear that now it's trending towards, yeah, he's going to play. Let's go. It's, it's just, it, the playoffs are more fun when you've got a guy like Steph playing and you didn't want yep. the Warriors to be hitting the playoffs without him. So great, great news for Golden State. And the NBA. Yep, sounds like he's going to be on some form of minutes restriction. Mm-hmm. We don't know what that that is. I I kind of believe Steve Kerr may not even share it because why bother? Yeah. Uh, Given anybody that intel if you don't need to. But yeah, it sounds sounds like he he's going to go, and that that's huge. I, we were both kind of picked the Warriors with the caveat of if Steph plays and looks like Steph. So um, as long as long as he, he's out there and looks like himself, I, I think I still feel pretty good about the Warriors uh, in that series. Mm-hmm. But that that's that's going to be a fun one uh, with that one. Um, uh, the, but what else? We got side, a couple others. The negative. Luca, going to be out yeah. for it sounds like a few games. And then even, I mean, 
even when he comes back, can he be himself if he's having to miss yeah. games with this injury? And I mean, those there's some real concerns here for for the Mavs. And again, we've talked about you know domino effects. The Jazz, I mean, if they wind up winning this series, what is that? Does that change their decision in terms of what they're going to do? This yeah. offseason, we've talked a lot about them potentially making some major shakeups, uh, the coaches, players, things like that. There's a lot on the line in this series as well. And without Luca, I don't, you know, I don't have the Mavs winning this. If Luca, if Luca's out the whole series, I don't have the Mavs winning it. What if he only misses the first two games? Do you, could the Mavs win if they're down 0-2? Yeah. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Uh, here's the thing. I don't think they will be. I think, I think they're one. still going to get one of these games yeah. at home. Um, this is why the Spencer Dinwiddie, uh, Bertans for Porzingis trade. This is where it comes up huge, mm -hmm. right? Because if you're going to be without Luca, having Spencer Dinwiddie as the guy to step in is pretty good. Uh, that's a pretty good place to be in. Now that does weaken your bench some, but it's fine. You just play Dinwiddie more than you were planning to mm -hmm. anyway. And you don't have to worry about managing his minutes and all that stuff. Cause there's no more back to backs. There's none of that um, going on. So I, I, I think they'll still get one of two at home against the jazz. Um, it was, it was funny. So somebody said, uh, you know, about, about my feelings on the jazz is I can't quit you. Um, and that is a little <laughs> bit how, how, how it goes, but I do think it's just the way they've played is just, it, it doesn't inspire me at all to feel great about them. You know, even without Luca, um, if they go down Oh two, it's going to be really hard because Utah is still a pretty play, tough place to play. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, you're you're in such a hole there, uh, having lost two in a row at home. So as long as they get one or two at home, and then if he can get back for game three and can be Luka Doncic, then yeah, I I still feel pretty good about their chances to win that series. Yeah, I mean Luka Luka is and the Mavs are I think good enough to beat this Jazz team, but now there's just a lot of question marks with this injury. I, if Luka's out for the series, I'm not going to pick the Mavs, but I I even think they could be down 0-2. And come back and win mm -hmm. if Luca plays, but it'll it'll be tough. Obviously, the margin for error is extremely sure. extremely slim there. But, uh, but you know, not, that's why I wanted to start with the Steph Curry thing because I hate talking about stuff like this where yeah. we've got an amazing, incredible player that is now dealing with an injury that he suffered on the last night. This is why teams sit, guys. The last night of the season. Yep. This is why. Yep. Yeah. Um. Absolutely. Yep. Let's go to your series, Ben Simmons. Maybe, possibly, could play <laughs> like later in this year, not game one or two or anything like that. But Ben Simmons maybe could potentially play. Again, we've talked about the difficulties of just throwing him out there. Do you only play him the non-Drummond minutes and then put him in the dunker spot on the offensive end so you don't have to worry so much about the chemistry there? 
Can you take advantage of the defensive versatility that he would give you against a guy like, mm-hmm. like Jason Tatum, like Jalen Brown? Is that something that you need? And so then you, you just deal with it. Like I said before on previous show, I think a lot of it will come down to where's the series at? Is, is Boston up 2-0, 3-0, and then you're putting them in? Or is it is that a 2-1 series? Where, where are you at in the series? I think that's going to matter for the Nets and their decision of exactly how they want to utilize Ben Simmons. Yeah, I, I think if, and, and I'm by no means predicting this, but if the Celtics are up 3-0, I think you just say no. Because yeah. that's not, now you're asking, hey, come in and save this right. season. Right. Then, then you just say, nah, forget it. We'll 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 start fresh in training camp in a you know several months from now. Um, I I don't know, man. It, it's it. I just I feel the same way I felt before. It's just really this guy. Everything we know about Ben Simmons, everything he's been through, he's going to throw him in to a playoff series. We're also we're a week out from when they're talking about him playing, mm-hmm. and Steve Nash is like, yeah, he still isn't doing five on five full court scrimmage work or any of that stuff. So I, I, I just, I don't, I, this one just seems weird to me. I, I don't fully get it. Like where all this is coming from of like, yeah, you know, he'll be out there. He's going to be ready to go. Like, I, I'm just, I guess it just confuses me yeah. to you know where this is. And Kevin Durant himself came out and said like, yeah, I don't expect him to play now. I think that was a little bit more of a, um, I'm not putting that pressure on Ben Simmons. Sure. Like I want to, you know, make sure, you know, if he does, he feels good, but yeah, it, it's, I, I don't know. Let's, let's see on this one. I, I just, just the circumstances just, I, it just seems odd to me that he would come out. I would like to see him out there just to, just to throw this out. I would like to see sure. him play. I want to see him. He's one of the, one of the more interesting and better young talents in the NBA. And purely from that perspective, I want to see him out there. But I don't know if it's the right move for Brooklyn. I think if it's close, if it's a maybe it's a two-one Celtics lead, and it's very clear you need a wing defender, which I think is a fairly likely scenario that we're in. Okay, maybe you throw them out here. But again, if you're Brooklyn, you got to be careful and you got to make sure. If like I, I'm not expecting this at all, but if Brooklyn's up three-zero. No, you probably you just finish out the series, do what you yeah. can, you know what I mean. Yeah. And that's not what I I've, I picked Celtics in five in this one, but um, I think that the series itself is going to determine whether or not we see Ben Simmons. And I'm hoping that we do see him because I want to see him on the floor. But again, I I don't know if it's going to happen. Yeah, in in the kind of right, I know you've been doing the same thing, making the rounds of radio yep. appearances and things over the course of the week to talk playoffs. One of the things when I'm asked about the Bucks that I said there the Bucks, I'm sorry, I saw a tweet about the Bucks, <laughs> the Nets, is when um I'm asked about them is we we break down the series, and then I say, but next year, boy, they might be really, really mm-hmm. good. You know, because when you have enough time to incorporate him and you figure some stuff out and you get the right other personnel. I also think next season when they have Joe Harris too, um out there with, with him, all of a sudden, you know, you're talking a a lineup of center, right? Whether it's Andre Drummond mm-hmm. or that's Nick Claxton, Ben Simmons, Kevin Durant. Joe Harris, Kyrie Irving, if that's your starting group, or maybe Seth Curry and Joe Harris comes off the bench, whatever it is. I mean, that's really good. And then if you closed, if you could close with like Simmons and Duran up front and put Curry and Harris and Irving on the court together, that's, that's, I don't know how you defend that. 
I mean, that starts to become really, you know, difficult because then you're you're really unleashing, I think, Simmons at his absolute best what he could be in that situation. But that's a next year thing. That's not a, Mm -hmm. you know, right now in the midst of a playoff series, because just to be clear, the reports are he would return in game four, five or six. That's why we're saying, you know, if it's three, oh, two, one, whatever it is like, that's that's tough i just yeah it just i mean let's let's go but flip into the other side for the celtics robert williams um yeah robert williams there's real optimism that he will be back before the end of this uh first round is over um they the celtics continue to say publicly whether it be the players or even adoka uh we're we're planning as if we're not going to have him but then they always add but, you know, guys come back early from this injury sometimes, too, which is weird, right? That's weird behavior because right. normally a coach would be very like, no, nope, we're planning like he's not going to be there. So we'll we'll see, you know, how that comes together because there is, again, there is a real chance that he comes uh, comes back and, and, and is able to play and can be, you know, a difference maker in the, uh, um, you know, can, can be a real uh, difference maker in the series. Um, for for the Celtics, if they well, need I him mean, to, Bruce Brown thinks he makes a big difference. So, so yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I I think yeah. it, I think it matters, and it's not even just like again. I'm I wish. Did you see? Like I, I know we talked about this before. I, so when the betting line first came out on the series, the Nets were the favorite yes. very briefly, and I'm like. Ah, I wish I I had the the betting savvy to have <laughs> to have just jumped on that because I have the Celtics as yeah. a as a fairly strong favorite here, but uh, and Robert Williams yeah. will will only help them even more so. And I think that if you've if the Celtics find themselves in position where they're up three one or something like that, that's where I almost wonder or if they're up three up. I almost wonder if you just say, okay, Robert, you know we're we're in good shape here. Chill. Let's get this series done. Yeah. If it ends up being a quick series. Maybe you get almost a week right between the first round and the second round, and you can give him that much more time. So not quite to the same degree as Ben Simmons, but I think where the series is at may also play a a factor in the urgency to bring back Robert Williams versus potentially buying him a little more time to truly recover. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah, and, and they have been very clear from the beginning. They are not going to rush yeah. him back. It will only be when he's fully ready to go. Now that every update they've given is, yeah, he's looking pretty good. He's doing, you know, all the stuff we expect. He's even, you know, maybe doing a little bit more than they thought. So yeah, it, it'll be a very um, uh, much a decision that is made. Yes, he's ready to go. It will not be at all of a, all right, we need him out there. We're going to push him to play right. through. It's that they're not going to do that. So, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see, you know, how this comes the other thing that leads me to believe he's probably doing pretty good and whatever the i'm not a doctor clearly otherwise you know i probably wouldn't be recording with you today um it is uh everything that's been explained is if he had the procedure that could 
have him come back early. It sounds like that's the direction it went. And why, part of why I believe that is they made him available to talk to the media the day after he had yeah. surgery. Like he came and talked to, to the media about, you know, how he was feeling and how he was feeling pretty good. might have been two days, but it was very soon after. And that's extremely rare. Like almost never do you get the player that quickly. So, you know, uh, but as, uh, you know, I've been reminded many a times, anytime they have to cut you open for anything, mm-hmm. there's, you know, that's never a great thing. So, you know, even I, I fully get this was arthroscopic and all that stuff. Right. But, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, yeah. But, yeah, let's see, man. This is going to be um, – they, 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 I, when I wrote my big preview for Celtics blog, I called them out as, like, that's kind of the, the X factors floating all over this is, you know, do either one of them play? How do they play if they come back? Like, what is this going to look like? So, yeah. Let, when your see. official pick was Celtics in six, you said? Celtics okay. in six, yep. All right. Yep. Yep, and, I'm, and I haven't moved off that. I've, I've basically stuck with that, um, you know, uh, all along, even re-reviewing stuff and going back through, um, I I am tempted to pick Celtics in five, but it is I feel how do I explain this? I I have such a healthy respect for Kawhi, or Kawhi Leonard, yeah. uh, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie sure. Irving that I am um, like it's. That's why I'm picking six. I just think they can win a couple games almost by themselves in this. Yeah, series. I think they definitely can. They definitely can, and um, and I understand it too. When when your team is the one in the series, you don't want to you don't want to be like, oh, my team's gonna win it in in four or five or whatever. It, it exactly. feels a little bit risky. So I, I get it from my outside perspective. I just I keep looking at the Nets and just seeing all this faith that people have in them, and I and I get it. Those are those are some big names, but as a team, they haven't they haven't done that this season. They haven't been that powerhouse team this season so i'm just going off of what we've seen but yeah with the with the note that kevin durant i mean either kevin durant or kyrie irving could potentially go for 50 and it wouldn't wouldn't shock you and win a game just about by themselves so you just you just never know when one of those kind of blow-up performances is is coming your way that's exactly it and and i do think it is at least semi-important for boston to get game one Mm -hmm. because you don't want to Give them game one, and now all of a sudden you start to really question everything. And that I do think that is is a uh, very important for for uh, the, this series in particular. If game ones are always important, but as the Raptors have shown us over the years, they're not that mm-hmm. important. <laughs> I mean, they tossed away multiple right. game ones, uh, you know, every season. So yeah, but I, but I do think this series uh, that that is is of uh, some level of importance for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. All right, uh, is that yeah, we've got something uh, else, right? Just, um there is this case come out now i think it was uh uh lawrence frank speaking and he said yesterday paul george wasn't feeling well we had a bunch of guys who didn't sleep well we were under the official diagnosis this morning it's just he's in health and safety protocols so that's the the story okay and then last thing we we have yet to get to this but our uh our march madness bracket winner yes Absolutely. Let me pull this up here. Um, so we got a super. So if you guys remember, we offered, hey, just write any you know rant as long as you keep it appropriate and don't mm-hmm. act like crazy. We'll we'll read it and everything. And our Mar- March Madness uh, bracket winner on Twitter at immortal underscore mamba. Um, so if you want to go over and tell him good, good job with this, uh, he can be friends with Trevor and I both because he is a, a Lakers and Yankees fan um, here, but. He says, um, and I'm just going to read it. Hi, Trevor and Keith. 
I'm go Lakers from the bracket. First of all, that was pure luck for me to win it since I'm from Taiwan. Uh, so shout out. Thanks, yeah. man, for, you know, doing this. There was no local TV broadcasting NCAA. I didn't even know some of the schools. So one <laughs> proves what a crapshoot <laughs> picking these uh, brackets are. Um, I have been a Lakers fan from the late 2000s. This is for sure the toughest season I've experienced, mainly because the gap between the expectation and the result is too huge. But like Trevor says, this offseason is going to be very important, and I'd like to trust Rob again. Hope that there is going to be a Lakers-Celtics final for title number 18 in the near future. That would be fantastic. And hope that Clippers don't win any title, at least until they move to another arena. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that part was pretty funny. And then he closes with, finally, I want to thank you guys for the shows almost every day. Games are usually in the morning here. The, the shows really helped me catch up on all the things that happened in the NBA. By the way, looking forward to the Marvel shows mm, in the summer, that's too. That's right. So, uh, thanks so much for that. Uh, no uh, Immortal Mamba. Congratulations. Um, we, we appreciate it. Um, and I, I know uh, at least one guy who is hoping it's a uh, Celtics Lakers for title 18. I would be okay personally now if the Lakers are trying to play catch up again, but you know, <laughs> I, I figured, I figured you would, you wouldn't mind that scenario, but, <laughs> but yes, I, I think it would be great to see. Um, it has certainly been a very tough season. It's been a very tough time for, for Lakers fans. We're going to be talking about a lot of that stuff all off season long, a little bit here, a lot of, obviously a lot over at the Lakers nation YouTube channel, but a lot of stuff going on. Uh, with both teams and uh, yeah, very, very cool too, that it was someone coming in from Taiwan. It's, it's just the yeah. one thing that's blown me away since, since starting doing this, Keith, and it's been gosh, about six years or so now that we've been doing like the post game show and the podcast, well, maybe since we actually started broadcasting it on, on uh, social media, it's probably been about five years or whatever, but just in that, even in that time, the international growth it just, it blows me away. We're getting comments coming in from all over the place and it's absolutely fantastic. And I, I love it. It's so cool seeing what a worldwide thing the NBA is becoming. It really is. And, and that doesn't shock me at all with the Lakers, right? Worldwide brand, biggest, you know, arguably biggest brand in the entire NBA for us personally here in front office show. And I know there was a lot of carryover people who, who were very familiar with Lakers mm -hmm. nation and with you and came over to the show. And then I brought in some of the Celtics folks as well with me, but the number of people we get who, especially when we've done live shows, which again, we will do some of those again yep. in this off season and things like that. We're looking forward to doing that again. We'll probably do our live wrap ups on free agency nights and in everything when we're all punchy and crazy and we, <laughs> we have a lot of fun late night. Um, but it's when people like checking in from Australia and the Philippines and Taiwan, like, I mean, that's awesome. Yeah. Like that is just so cool. So, you know, we, we, you know, clearly we, we love our, you know, stateside folks as well too. We, we don't want to short anybody here, but yeah, it is, uh, you know, the support we get from, you know, worldwide on this show is just, it's so cool. And, uh, and to look at like, even when we look at some of the metrics of like where people are listening from or uh, watching from and those kind of things, it's, it's all over the place, which is awesome. Like that's, that's why we love, love doing this. So Thank you guys again. Shout out to you guys. And, and we're up over 17. That's right. K, Let's go. Which is pretty cool. Match the titles. Yep. Right. We're, we're 17, 17. So, so let, let, hopefully we don't need to wait till we win 18 to get to 18. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's keep that momentum moving into, into the off season. But yeah, as Trevor said, we got a ton of off season content coming. We got all sorts of great stuff. So super excited. We know we owe you guys our awards mm -hmm. picks. That's coming. Uh, we're we're going to, we're, we're, it's coming. We're talking about doing a special weekend show uh, to catch up on those. So, so th those are, coming to um be fully transparent 
neither one of us has an official awards ballot. Right. Um, so it's not like like uh, the, these are don't don't go making bets or anything off these picks. <laughs> but these are, are our awards pick is if we did have an right. awards ballot. Right. Exactly. Yep. So we'll we'll have that coming up. And uh, yeah, I mean, good stuff. Make sure everybody does subscribe to the NBA front office YouTube channel. Turn on notifications as well. And then over on Apple Podcasts, we love all the reviews that we've been getting over there. If you toss us a five-star rating, we'd certainly appreciate it. Throw something in the review. Again, love reading what people think about the show over there on Apple Podcasts. If it's on Spotify, go give us a rating there, wherever it is that you listen to podcasts, really. All right, everybody. Enjoy some basketball tonight. Let's have a good time. Until next time, see ya and stay safe. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.